Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. A very warm welcome to our last in the series of programs on divorce that we've been having it over about four weeks or so. If you've missed any of the programs, you're welcome to download them as a podcast. The time is now 14 minutes after the hour of 12. And just to summarize some of the topics that we've discussed, we looked at the thick of divorce. We were looking at if you're thinking about divorce, how do you broach the subject to your partner? We discussed the trauma of divorce, children of divorcees, and also financial implications of divorce. On Monday, because of the outside broadcast yesterday, Monday we discussed support systems for divorcees. And now moving forward, that's the topic for today. Uh, Going through family therapy if needs be, individual therapy. Should we stay single? How to look for the the partner again? How to uh, maybe blend the families together if there are children? And also how not to make the same mistakes over and over. So joining me in studio today, I welcome Sheikh Fadil Imandin, who is the um, MJC Head of the Social Development Department, as well as Antiruweda Ali, who's the Councillor of the MJC Social Development Department. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. Sheikh, it's been, uh, and Antiruweda, fun programs. Alhamdulillah. We've got uh, positive feedback from uh, the shows. So uh, again, I'd like to, as always, invite our listeners to SMS us on 4 7913. Any questions or comments and we'll pass them on to the panel inshallah. So Sheikh, looking back now, we've we've gone through divorce. Yeah, we've, you know, done the Ida period <laughs> as well already. Uh, mm. We've looked after the children, etc. Yeah. And now we are in a good space yeah. to move forward in our lives. Where yes. do we start from here? Obviously, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم. الحمد لله نحمد ونصلي على محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين. اللهم رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وأحل الأقدة من لساني أفقه قولي وبعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته Yes, looking back, obviously the programs that we have listened to and dealt with the, we, we, we maybe should realize for those of us who are contemplating divorce that divorce is more hard work than marriage itself Oh yes <laughs> And uh, you know sometimes it is better just to try and work out things but if we had gone through the processes and looking back and what do we do right now obviously we need to look back and see what the faults are where we where we went wrong inside mm. the marriages what was my role that i played inside the marriage did i play my role properly inside the marriage the spouse that i selected uh, for myself walking this walk inside the marriage was it the correct choice that i have made knowing better now how do i move forward mm. so mm. these are all the answers and everything in life happens for a reason oh yes and everything that happens in life brings me to the person i am right now and as the hadith of rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam says that we all make mistakes but those who, the best of those who make mistakes are those who learn from the mistakes we make so that is something that we need to carry forward moving forward is always learning from the mistakes we make and also learning from those mistakes others make mm. because others make mistakes so that it opens up our eyes as to how to better ourselves as a person mm. life is all about knocks and uh, uphill drives and and it is not easy any person expecting life to be easy and especially marital life to be easy you know you're only fooling but yourself mm. and you are the person you are because of all those difficulties all those detours that you had to take all those cold sucks that you drove into and had to turn around and you know look at uh, a, a different point in life so you are who you are today because whatever had happened in your life and now we need to build on that inshallah and that is what 
for those of us who had gone through divorce needs to do at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. I think like Antina Munisa was saying on, on, on Monday when we had the program, she was saying the women are very, um, they are blessed because they've got that independent to do that yeah. reflections. Mm-hmm. Whereas the men, the next day, there's the number, there's yeah, a wife again by the side. Because don't think at all. They just jump into the... <laughs> 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 okay, no, 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 inshallah, that is only... <laughs> We're generalizing. So Antina Weda, mm-hmm. I think they, they are the good story that come out of a divorce of where people are happy um, and they are enjoying the second marriage um, mm-hmm. or third marriage also for mm-hmm. that matter as well. Can you maybe um, relate some of those experiences with us and you at the same time ask our listeners also to um, SMS any of those good stories to 47913. Yes, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. It is as Sheikh Fadil said, um, there needs to be acknowledgement there needs to be acknowledgement of the role that you played in getting the marriage and whatever the situation to the point where it actually ended in divorce. Mm. So when that acknowledgement is there, it, it, it validates the next person because the spouse then realizes now and knows it's not only me. Mm. There's another party that also played a role in getting us to where we are today. So when both parties can realize that, it is easier for them to move on. Mm. Um, I'm not saying it is easy, but easier to move on because it it is difficult because the dynamic within the relationship it changes, the uh, the norms that the children knew that changes also. So it is easier when there is amicability between the two parties. So moving forward, it is normally a choice that we make, mm. a choice that we make in how are we going to do this. We can make it easier on ourselves, or we can make it difficult for ourselves. Um, but most importantly, the couple or the ex-couple now need to try and understand each other. There need to be some understanding. There need to be a lot of forgiveness that needs to happen there because uh, we find that normally one party or the other party or both parties had been wronged in what happened there, you know. So there needs to be forgiveness in the way forward. Sometimes we need to forgive ourselves. Other times we need to forgive those people who had hurt us. But forgiveness is definitely a part of the equation when we look at um, a way forward. Mm. Um, The success stories, alhamdulillah, there are many of those. Um, As I had said before, the fathers who want to see their children happy. They want to see their children well adjusted. They want to see their children succeed in becoming, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Individuals? Yeah, you know, adolescents, yeah, seeing them through the process. They wouldn't want to see them falter. They would want to see them um, well-adjusted, Okay, I would say. You know, so he, that father, would do everything in his ability to financially take care of his family Mm. to the extent that um, he will allow the mother of his children and the children to remain in the house and he will see to the expenses of the house. He will see, he will still um, call them to school. There's periods when you will help them with their homework but yeah those are the kinds of things that can happen Mm. and those are Mm. the kinds of things that we would encourage Mm. a couple to work towards when they do come in for a talaq that they look at the best interests of the children Mm. at the end of the day wonderful so if you can relate any of these good stories do you think now that you are in your second or your third marriage and you look back at that previous marriages uh, that ended in divorce are you in a better space now that's what we would love to hear from and how did you get there 47913 today finishing up our program or our series of divorce we'll be back after this
24 minutes after the hour of 12, I'm your host Mishka Daris and joining me in studio for the finale and the final program of our series of divorce is Sheikh Fadil Imandin who is the head of the social development department of the MJC as well as Auntie Rueda Ali who is a counsellor of the same department. So uh, we are, like we said, we're now moving forward and we've gone through our divorce and our interpreted and all of that and we are wanting to ask the question, should we stay single or should we get married again? And maybe Sheikh, you're very important if we could start off with you um you know we sometimes as young people our hormones are all over the show and we see someone we say you know you know first love you know i love him i just look at him i'm oh my heart is melting etc and we don't do the actual investigations um into his lineage into his history etc so how do we now change that mindset moving forward you know unfortunately as youngsters we all go through it when we were young you know our 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 mindset and our idea of the perfect spouse was something other than what our, our father figure was in our life or our mother figure was in our life. So we don't really look at, you know, who, what what spouse has the, bo- the best dean inside of them. We don't really look at the family because we, have, we are blinded. You know, mm-hmm. they say love is blind, so mm-hmm. you are blind and all you see is your spouse in front of you, you know, with this GHD hair or the spiky hair <laughs> or this big rims that he has on his car and this muscles that he, he comes knocking at the door. This is always see and we fall in so much lust uh, with this person yes. because we don't know love mm. you know so we fall into lust with this person and we just want to be you know the first time you see your spouse I'm going to marry her I'm going to marry him he has the longest leather jacket I've ever seen in my life you know and you uh-huh. always take me to the waterfront and you know we have a fantastic time before marriage uh-huh. and this is all we know we don't know marriage we don't know love we don't know life and so we fall into the trap of, of, of this this picture perfect person yes and only to understand that the day that the marriage goes through and the almost immediately you know you you, you ask yourself the question who is this person i got married to mm. it's not that same person the ghd is no stucken so the harism is so straight you know the the breath is not that fresh in the morning <laughs> as it is in the you know in the movies uh-huh. but these are all things that we need to you know this is real reality yes. of marriage making it work there's no picture perfect marriage i always say there's no cinderella prince charming uh, marriage that you know we just ride off into the sunset we marriage needs to be made work it yes. doesn't just work and if we find ourselves after marriage the question there you know do we stay single we are human beings we need companionship we need someone to see this 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 life through we don't want to live a lonely life you know we don't want to be alone in this world yes we need to get married because one for one reason it is the sunnah of nabi muhammad mustafa there was one man in the time of rasul that said he's never gonna get married all he's going to do is just his ibadat and rasul reprimanded him to such an extent to said you know i marry women and any person that doesn't follow my sunnah is not of me uh-huh. So it is the sunnah of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam to 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 get married and to live a married life. So now, do we stay single? I don't agree with staying single unless you know you're now in the age where you don't have uh, you know that vuma and you're not able to to to. to to, to give over to your spouse what you're supposed to so then you stay single alhamdulillah i know many women who had good husbands that don't want to remarry you okay. know and there's also but there's not many men <laughs> that stay single <laughs> after whatever but that is that is that is life that is who we are we need companionship we need to be loved and we need to love 
as well so we don't stay single necessarily because we had a bad experience also for those who wanting to get married after a divorce you don't bring the baggage of your first marriage into your second what happened there was specific to that marriage mm-hmm. so now you if you're going to get married again and you're looking for a spouse again you need to investigate because now this is the one reason why in Islam the wife when she gets married for a second time now she don't necessarily need her wakil to sign her off because now she has more insight into men how they work how their brains work and she can sign for herself and make the imam directly wakil to marry her because now she knows now but the thing is she needs to use what she knows mm-hmm. to be able to make the right decision look at his lineage is his father a good father is his pa- is his family good family the friends that he hangs around with are they a good influence work for him does he work does he is there's no substance abuse these are all things that we need to look in does he perform his salah that mm-hmm. is he a good muslim those are things that one needs to look at and we are advised by rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam when looking for a spouse look for the quality of islam because a person can have almost nothing but if he has the quality of islam and he has the connection with allah mm. he will have that fear inside himself mm. to treat his wife in the best possible manner that he should treat her very true sheikh uh, before i go over to antiruida uh, sms that came through it says shukran for the opportunity can sheikh elaborate if people are getting divorced and they're getting married again who do they end up with in jannah um, if you behave correctly as well and wish to obtain this high place inshallah Obviously that is something that we don't know that is in the hands of Allah. Allah says that you know if you have your spouse but what we do understand from Jannah is that each person has his own Jannah. His own Jannah. So even if you married in Jannah you will have your secret space where your spouse doesn't necessarily come it is your own Jannah okay. and you will have a Jannah where you and your spouse is together. So if if a man had more than one wife he will have his different levels of Jannah with his different wives. Mm-hmm. If a wife uh, obviously I would I would think but this is my opinion and my opinion only I don't have any proof or basis for it. If the wife had more than one husband on this dunya she will be in Jannah with the one who pleased her for the sake of Allah. Okay. And that will be the one that she will uh have in jannah with her that is my that is how i understand it but again i don't have any proof mm. or, or basis for what i'm saying we'll have to wait and see inshallah inshallah i mean so and you know they're coming back to um you know i i know of somebody who is who's been divorced for about 10 years now already mm-hmm. and it's a male i remember my granny always telling me um you know a, a wife can not have a husband they got doesn't you don't have to remarry mm-hmm. but with the husband that's, that's not possible they, they <laughs> you know you need, need to need you need the, yeah. the key and, and mm-hmm. the other partner but anyway so i was saying the 10 this this uh, man's been uh, divorced for 10 years he's got children as well mm-hmm. there was um, a hectic battle over the children mm-hmm. too and the wife ended up you know taking the children with her to another province mm-hmm. um and he has this fear of mm-hmm. getting married again because he is worried that the same thing will happen that he will still be emasculated mm-hmm. maybe or he would um have the same sense of loss that of, experience yes. yeah yes so how do you get over something like that because it's not difficult for a, it's not easy for a male i mean to uh, express the emotions no 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 it's not easy for a male to express no no it's not easy um however you know he unfortunately yeah he is stuck with his um pain he is stuck with his disappointment and obviously his sense of loss um that is very very real to him and that basically is keeping or preventing him from allowing himself to feel for another woman or to become involved with another woman where he feels that he might 
relive the same experience. Mm. But um, I think, you know, we have seen many times that a marriage doesn't necessarily have to be one marriage is not a replica of the other. Mm. And each marriage with one, uh, if a, say a woman marries another man, it's not going to be exactly the same as it was with the first. And exactly the same happens with a, with a male if he marries another woman. It's not going to be the same as with his first marriage. Mm. So basically in marriage we need to put our best foot forward and we have to have good faith that the marriage will work. And we have to deal with our past experiences in terms of going for counseling, of trying to understand how did this happen? Why did this happen? What did I do? What should I have prevented? What should I have done? And do the necessary introspection that you need to do in order for you to understand or have a better understanding of why it happened the way that it had. Um, What happened maybe to this gentleman, it's not the norm. There are cases like those, but it's not the norm. There are other cases as well where there are fair sharing of the children, where both yeah. mother and father have the opportunity and, and, and to, to, to see to their children. And this was definitely a very painful experience for him. So that is keeping him rooted into not mm. doing anything about finding so he somebody needs to, to change find life. That with. release. He needs to find he that. needs to be able to let go. That was something that happened. It's an unfortunate thing. It's a painful experience. But he needs to find the necessary help to get him out of that depression or that mm. situation or that thought process that is going through to, to, to help him overcome that and then find love and move on yeah, inshallah inshallah so 47913 if you've gone through a divorce and you are now on the other side of it and uh, you want to move on or whether you want to stay single or not that is the discussion that we are having today please any comments or questions you're welcome to send them to 47913 so I think this is a, a comment possibly I've got divorced seven night, seven, 14 years ago raised two boys who are teenagers today alone it's not easy doing it alone Alhamdulillah, still single, can be lonesome, especially with kids grown up now as well. Sheikh, is this a good case where we find someone like Molana Daud Samson who connects people in a halal way to each other and they look at the qualities of each other? Yeah, it is a very good way, just for, 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 for interest sake, you know, a parent and, and a mother-father figure inside the house plays a, a very pivotal and important role, more than one that is maybe, you know, given over or maybe one that we look at. Mm. A mother plays a specific role in a household as do a father. A mother plays the role of compassion towards the children in the early years, you know, that love, that care, don't fall, my son, if there's a, a bruise, a scrape, then you know it's the biggest plaster that they take out just to save <laughs> the child. But the father is there to show the child especially boys you know if you fall if you fall once and you're going to climb again and you fall again this is life you Uh need to understand that there's going to be knocks there's going to be ups and downs so it is different life lessons that both mother and father is giving people that are children that come from single parent homes they don't get that experience you know from both parents so that is why it is necessary there's nobody that can replace your parent in any way you're not going to get a second mother you're not going to get a second father but you can get a second mother the figure and mm. you can get a second father figure to show you what life is all about and that is important in children's lives and sometimes in a selfish uh, way we want to keep that away from our children you know every child needs a father figure every child needs a mother figure in their house to give them a balance of life that's why you find some people coming out of a single parents home and they rough and ready because they don't have the love and compassion of their, 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 their mother. Some children come out of a parent, a, a single uh, family, a parent home where the mother had 
taught them, but they don't know how to deal with conflict. Yeah. They don't. There's no conflict resolution. There's no way of of you know picking themselves up and just moving forward. So those this this is the important role a mother and a father has inside their homes. You know. So yes, if it is lonely, you need that a, a guide inside your house to to show you know this balance to give you this balance. Mm. So children learn at home. You don't you don't necessarily learn your life lessons in school. You learn mathematics, science, you learn biology, whatever it is the case may be. But you don't learn life mm. at school. This is what you learn at home. You see my father going out in the morning, going to seek sustenance for us, you know, coming home at night. You see my mother also going out maybe and seeking sustenance, but also being there in the house, you know, seeing that we fed and bathed and whatever. This is this is this mm. is a normal life and this is this is the opportunity that we need to give to our children. If it can't be the mother, the biological mother and father, then we need to look at other avenues for the children and, and you know with all due respect also for the children, tell them that this is A, B and C. Make them part of this whole processes of of, of of moving forward. So that is that you know, being fourteen years separated, single, it is not easy. Divorce is never easy. Mm-hmm. And most cases where people stay single for such a long period of time is because most probably the divorce or the marriage that they were in wasn't a very good one. Yeah. And the experience thereof was so traumatic mm-hmm. and traumatizing to that person that they just now give up on, on marital life. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't know if I can use this, uh, but, you know, a Vienna in a sausage is never the same. It is two different. Uh, it looks uh, similar to one another, but it is different. Mm-hmm. So you need to uh, enjoy it. Definitely, and yes, no, there's no pun intended in it, but it is just, you know, the flavors of, of everything is different outside. So you need to enjoy it, you need to take it in, and you need to move forward with it, inshallah. When we come back from the break, Sheikh, young divorcees, we'll discuss that afterward. <laughs> Forty-one on Voice of the Cape and today of course finalizing our programs or episodes that we've had on divorce and uh, like we mentioned we have spoken about so many things so far and today just looking at the way forward inshallah so one of the questions Sheikh that came through um, it says I uh, it's the seven nights of my husband um, uh, and it's being held somewhere else can the wife attend please Obviously, when it comes to seven nights, 14 nights, 100 days, this is not part of the deen of Islam. There's no such thing. These are all traditions that had been brought in from other. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with having a dhikr on the seven nights, the 14 nights. We have dhikr, we make dua. But if it is somewhere else, now the order of Allah comes in and the order of Allah here yeah, for the wife is to be secluded and have her idda period. What she can do for herself is make dhikr with herself. You know, have a tasbih. You make la ilaha illallah, subhanallah. You make istighfar and you make dua for your husband. Allah Allah grants him a high place in Jannah, Amen. but it won't be allowed for you to go and attend uh, the dhikr if it is somewhere else. For the reasons, obviously, it will be strange men inside that house, and you are not allowed to be in the company of strangers while under the idda. It is it is more beneficial for the for the wife at that time to have a dhikr of her own and make dua for her husband on, by herself, inshallah. Shukran so much. Can I move this question to Auntie Rueda? It's saying, if you want to know a man, rather look at how he treats people, not how he prays and how he fasts. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, when we look at any individual, we know our Iman and our Islam, it is a part of our life. Mm. And our duty towards Allah is obviously our salah and our conduct and our five pillars, basically, you mm. know, that is part of what we owe our Creator. However, when it comes to being human, just being um, huge, being the best that you can be, we find that that varies 
a lot between one person and another. Where we find that some people, we find that um, if they, just because I can, mm. I w- will disrespect you or disregard you or belittle you or abuse you just because I can. I'm bigger. I speak louder. I have more than what you have. So in the way that we treat people, that is our character that, 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 that comes through there. And the character that we need to emulate is obviously the character of our beloved Prophet Sallallahu We need to emulate the good character, the good behavior, and the good akhlaq of, of our beloved Prophet Sallallahu So that is what we would ideally want in any person, male or female. However, when we see sometimes what happens in our offices, we... We find men and women who are the best out there to their colleagues, to their friends, to acquaintances. To the external. To the external. Mm. But when it comes to their households, and especially within the four walls of the bedrooms, we find the worst of characteristics coming out there. And they take for granted the person Mm. that they should be putting on a pedestal. They ill-treat verbally and even sometimes physically this person that they need to be the protector of so we find sometimes the worst of characters coming out where the best of characters should actually be portrayed so we should really see yeah, how sometimes it it it, it uh, we have a Jekyll and Hyde personality mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. where there will be this very helpful charming beautiful person out there and then the wife and the children in the house get the worst of him. Okay. So what we would ideally want is if you treat somebody like that outside, you should treat your family even better. Mm. And there is unfortunately no guarantee for that. But this is also where the the parents of that person that 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 has that kind mm-hmm. of personality or the fa- the friends or or something like that will need to tell the next family who's inquiring. They should. It's difficult, though. They should. They yeah. should, they should do be telling that. the truth. It is a duty to do that, but we find that oftentimes maybe they don't do that because this is my friend and I need to be loyal to my friend. Okay. Whether mm. my silence maybe is going to destroy somebody's life or somebody's marriage, you know. But we find that that is fifty-fifty. But most times people don't really speak about people's back. Background, uh, character. Yeah, but it is, is, I can just interject. It is the duty of the parents because who better knows that person than the mother and the father, exactly. of the, especially the mother. Uh. You know, a son, if he is, uh, if he shows the best of character towards his mother, then you know that is the husband for me. Mm. But if he, Jay and Joe, is mother, and mm. you know, mommy can wach, man, uh. know. Mm. If he speaks like that to his mother, then you know that is not the person that you want. Mm. Because then his true character reflects. And his mother has the duty to tell the, the, the prospective spouse, you know, you have come and my my son has asked you his hand in marriage, but this uh, this boy is a very muilaka boy. You know, he doesn't wake up properly, he doesn't speak to us properly, mm. He's, he has his own way of thinking, that is the right. And the same when it comes to the wife, you know, the parents of that wife needs to tell the husband, you know, my the, my daughter, she's pre-menstrual, she's post-menstrual, she has mid-menstrual cycles, <laughs> whatever it is. You know, they have the right to, inv- that's why Islam says investigate your spouse. Mm. And it is the right of every parent to tell the prospective spouse that this is who you're getting married to. So that you know and understand fully what, re- what, what you're getting yourself into and how you need to deal with the situation. I think that. that's also reflecting uh, one of the SMSs that came through now to know 
know your husband and how he will treat you. Observe how he treats his mother and his sisters. You will get the best answer there. Mm. Alhamdulillah, it worked for me. Yeah. So shukran for that SMS, mm. 47913. One comment, uh, another one that says, most Muslim men do not want to marry divorced women with children. The option they give is leave your child with the grandparents, but you need to take care of these. And to the way that you mm-hmm. maybe... That is very common. Um, what I have found in the office is that, you know, when they are in the courtship uh, period, mm. um, they will play ball with the children. They will help the children do the homework. We're speaking about the new husband now yes. in the courtship period before the marriage. And as soon as that m- couple get married, um, the children become a problem. Um, where they don't have enough private time, where they don't spend enough quality time together, and the husband will ask his wife, you know, can't they go to their father, or maybe can't they go to the grandmother, or visit more often, visit their other families more often. And we have found, and it's the true reason for many uh, applications for Fasakh where my husband wants me but he doesn't want my children. Mm. He wants me but he cannot tolerate tolerate my children and that is it's a very real problem and these promises sometimes that are made before the marriage and promises that are not fulfilled or carried out after the actual yeah. marriage, marriage takes place. Well. So it is a huge problem there. Obviously here we need to understand that the Sharia allows that there is certain rights and responsibilities for every party. Mm. So if a husband is taking a wife with children, there's one of two things. The Sharia first is that when any wife gets married and the children are minor or they are uh, majors, that children, she loses custody of the children. It needs to go to her mother. Reason being for that is that the person that she is getting married to now, that person is not um, the, the mahram of the children nor Great. the father. So there is there's restrictions as far as the children. If it's a daughter inside the house, she must always be covered. She must always see to it. She must know, you know, when the, when the, my mother's husband comes in, she must be uh, in a certain space at that time. She can't be. This is not my father. I don't have that same relationship. However, if that is not possible, because we do understand that we come, we're not living in a, a, a Muslim country, now the husband needs to understand I'm taking on extra responsibility and there are conditions to it. In some cases it does work. Alhamdulillah we have had cases where the husband has been a brilliant father figure to the children of the wife. But on the other hand you find that you know the children sometimes become a burden also. Mm. It is always makeness, yokeness, it's not also kindness, eh? that uh, as we have gotten uh, when we got married. So this is things that needs to be discussed before marriage. Uh, needs to be set down laws and conditions must be set down. You know now you get married than the, the husband because he wants to treat your child like his child and he says something yeah, to the child who tries to reprimand the child mm. you know say for your so then you know there's double standards when you come you don't want to take my child as your child but also when the father or the mother tries to reprimand the child then is it you know don't tell my children you look after your own children mm. and so on so before such a marriage, we would always uh, try to and recommend to the couple, you know, speak about it. How do you want to go about raising the children from different spouses inside this marriage? And that is very uh, important and vital for people who are marrying. You, you know, who's getting this, the, getting married to people with, with spouses that have uh, children, children already. Okay. Manana, let's look at um, people. Uh, oh, you are in a better position to tell us. Uh, young adults who are getting married now mm-hmm. and uh, three weeks later, 
three months later, three years later, they are undergoing a divorce. Are those statistics increasing? It is not really increasing, but it is there. It is a reality. And so at the Muslim Judicial Council, we try not to facilitate a fasakh or a talaq in that uh, where, where, where couples are only married for a short period of time unless there is, you know, severe physical abuse or there's, okay. you know, the rights of either spouse is not being met. But we understand that, you know, in almost every relationship, when it comes into the first year, after three months, six months, now you realize it's almost like reality hits you. Honeymoon period is finished and they think, yo, Mm. You know, what have I gotten myself into? Mm. Because marriage isn't something that, you know, is easy. It is not like what you see on television. And this is something that really attracts us. Marriage on television that attracts us. So we need to understand, you know, this is something now I need to work through it. Work through that pain, you know, put a bandit on it. The cut is going to heal. And, you know, we're going to look after it. And it becomes easier. Mm. In fact, they say uh, statistically, the the first seven years of your marriage is the most difficult years Mm. of your marriage. Because now it is a learning curve, getting to know one another. After the seven years, it becomes easier. Easier. Mm. Doesn't become easy, it becomes easier. Because now you have the coping mechanisms and and you have the tools that you can use. And you know where each other's boundaries are. Boundaries yeah. are the limitations and how yes. to approach one another after the first seven years. So it takes time to, 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 to really build this this marital relationship, the foundation of that marriage. And Tiruweda, we've got two minutes left. So just very quickly looking at um, the emotional intelligence level of young people who are married. How is there a possibility that in the future we could look at having some sort of counseling first uh, and all people go through this before they get married Mm -hmm. to avoid these situations yeah well obviously there are the marriage classes but sometimes we need a little bit more than the marriage classes Mm. because couples need to learn how to act how to deal with conflict in any uh, uh, situation when arguments arise and they will arise how to fight fairly with each other and not hit below the belt and not hit so that they can draw blood but rather Mm. argue in terms to find resolution and a way forward Mm. so um Pre-marital counseling and not classes that definitely will equip our young people better to, to, to deal with the challenges of any marriage, inshallah. And then for them to have sovereign tolerance with each other. That's important. And to you? try and understand and accept completely. Mm. This is the person I married. He is the person I married. Mm. I'm not going to try and change. This mm. is what I will accept. So uh, some of the last SMSs that's come through um, also is... Um, Let's just uh, scroll to the to the bottom. Sorry, it says I've been married for twenty seven years. Alhamdulillah, there's times that I can choke my husband. So true, what the old people said: you only know someone when you live with them. Mm-hmm. Then I find the good that he's doing, and it always overpowers the mistakes inverted commas in marriage must be worked on at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, shukran. And then the very last one, also echoing um, what was being said earlier: if you want uh, your husband to love and respect you, show love and respect back to his mother also no matter what you will get all his love attention and respect valuable words so shukran sheikh so much um unfortunately we've got to conclude now but um thank you for for the the time and effort that the mjc has also put into the series of programs as well as auntie ruweda ali too for one of the counselors and um auntie subeda who joined us for one of those programs yeah. back in the day yeah. <laughs> yeah. very quickly yeah, inshallah all i want to do now is i just want to say shukran to the radio station voice of the cape and especially yourself mishka Daris, for affording us this opportunity to getting our, our voices out 
the and and telling people how how we work just uh, last we, we the the office is closing this friday inshallah and will be reopening on the 11th of january with that i would like to say a big shukran to all the councillors imam abdul muati saban imam mustafa ahmed uh yazid khamildin all our volunteer councillors shima dalvi zubaida ahmed sister shamila adams uh, thanks is there anyone else until Waida? Until Waida, obviously, <laughs> sitting next to me. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, our receptionist Zarina Kolbi and Auntie Mariam Hamdulay. You know, from outside, we say a big shukran to the team. You know, Alhamdulillah, shukran for working with us and, and seeing that the department is running as it smoothly as it should, inshallah. Alhamdulillah. And again, inshallah, we hope to, to, to be back on the radio station next year when we reopen with Amen. new. Uh, programs running with, with, the, with the radio station inshallah but again shukran. to the radio station a very big shukran absolute pleasure because at the end of the day what we do is we empower the community and that's the most important thing so next week Monday I'm also extremely excited to then be bringing you a new series of shows and that is going to look at how can we um, revitalize ourselves mentally and spiritually as well by shaking off all the trauma that we've ever experienced in our lives and also looking at the various forms of healing that is available to us we'll be back with you next month Monday at 12 o'clock. This and other programs available on IONO. And of course, call us if you need anything else from us. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.